Section 6 of Canned Fruit, Preserves, and Jellies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Canned Fruit, Preserves, and Jellies, Household Methods of Preparation by Maria Parloa. Making Syrup for Use in Canning and Preserving such syrups as are used in canning and preserving are made with varying proportions of water and sugar when the proportion of sugar is large and that of the water small the syrup is said to be heavy when the water predominates the syrup is light there are several methods of measuring the proportion of sugar in a syrup the most scientific and accurate is with the syrup gauge careful measurement or weighing is however quite satisfactory for all ordinary work if the syrup need not be boiled a long time in boiling the water evaporates and the syrup grows thicker and richer the amount of evaporation depends upon the surface exposed and the pressure of the atmosphere for example if a large quantity of syrup is boiled in a deep kettle the evaporation will not be rapid if the same quantity of syrup were boiled the same length of time in a broad shallow kettle the water would evaporate more rapidly and the syrup would be thicker and heavier if a given quantity of syrup were boiled the same length of time in a high altitude colorado for example and at the sea level it would be found that the syrup boiled at the sea level would be thicker and less in volume than that boiled in colorado from this it will be seen that it is difficult to say what proportion of sugar a syrup will contain after it has been boiling ten or more minutes of course by the use of the syrup gauge the proportion of sugar in a syrup may be ascertained at any stage of the boiling after all however it is possible to measure sugar and water so that you can know the percentage of sugar when the syrup begins to boil the following statement gives the percentage of sugar at the time when the syrup has been boiling one minute and also what kind of syrup is suitable for the various kinds of fruit one pint sugar and one gill of water give syrup of forty degrees density use for preserved strawberries and cherries one pint sugar and one half pint water gives syrup of thirty two degrees density one pint sugar and three gills water gives syrup of twenty-eight degrees density use either this or the preceding for preserved peaches plums quinces currants etc one pint sugar and one pint water gives syrup of twenty-four degrees density use for canned acid fruits one pint sugar and one and one-half pints water gives syrup of seventeen degrees density one pint sugar and two pints water gives syrup of fourteen degrees density use either of these two light syrups for canned pears peaches sweet plums and cherries raspberries blueberries and blackberries the lightest syrups may be used for filling up the jars after they are taken from the oven or boiler the process of making a syrup is very simple 
but there are a few points that must be observed if syrup and fruit are to be perfect put the sugar and water in the saucepan and stir on the stove until all the sugar is dissolved heat slowly to the boiling point and boil gently without stirring the length of time that the syrup should boil will depend upon how rich it is to be all syrups are better for boiling from ten to thirty minutes if rich syrups are boiled hard jarred or stirred they are apt to crystallize the syrup may be made a day or two in advance of canning time the light syrups will not keep long unless sealed but the heavy syrups keep well if covered well use of the syrup gauge the syrup gauge is a graduated glass tube with a weighted bulb that registers from zero degrees to fifty degrees and that is employed to determine the quantity of sugar contained in a syrup if this gauge is placed in pure water the bulb will rest on the bottom of the cylinder or other container if sugar be dissolved in the water the gauge will begin to float the more sugar there is dissolved in the water the higher the gauge will rise in making tests it is essential that the syrup should be deep enough to reach the zero point of the gauge if a glass cylinder holding about half a gill is filled to about two-thirds its height and the gauge is then placed in the cylinder the quantity of sugar in the syrup will be registered on the gauge experiments have demonstrated that when sugar is dissolved and heated in fruit juice if the syrup gauge registers twenty five degrees the proportion of sugar is exactly right for combining with the pectin bodies to make jelly the syrup gauge and the glass cylinder must both be heated gradually that the hot syrup may not break them if the gauge registers more than twenty five degrees add a little more fruit juice if on the other hand it registers less than twenty five degrees add more sugar in making syrups for canning and preserving fruits the exact amount of sugar in a syrup may be ascertained at any stage of boiling and the syrup be made heavier by adding sugar or lighter by adding water as the case demands end of section six recording by linda johnson